Welcome to the Spoondrift Podcast. Here on the show, I talk about a lot of different things and skim the surface of a giant ocean of information, and I capture the Spoondrift. On today's episode, I'm going to just talk about random words and phrases that I've either made up or claimed as my own or am just trying to experiment with. It'll be a weird discussion. Now I shall let it commence. I guess this episode's going to be more about storytelling than anything else. I'm strangely specific about how I use language. I'm a little bit picky when it comes to grammar and when it comes to proper speech. So this is, it goes kind of against that idea, what I'm about to tell you. I read a book a long time ago. I was probably in, yeah, I don't know, maybe middle school, elementary school. One of those two. And it was called Frendel by Andrew Clements. And this book, it was about this kid who got tired of the word pen for for a pen. And he started calling it a Frendel. And he would, every anytime he wanted to talk about a pen, he wouldn't talk about a pen. He would talk about a Frendel. And he got other people to start saying it. And eventually the teachers got upset with him saying it. And he got in trouble for using this new word and it was just it was a thing (laughs) in this book and i guess it kind of made an impression on me and i think of it every once in a while so i've tried to sometimes create my own new words and phrases every once in a while and that kind of goes against the whole i'm proper with my speech and i use words and if something's not a word i sometimes uh (laughs) give people a hard time for using words that aren't words. I do like creating words and phrases. <laughs> and so I've done that. Sometimes I use new words. And there, there's this one, instead of the word cool, I use the word chili, which is odd. I like it, though. It's kind of fresh. I found myself using the word cool a lot. And a lot of other people use the word cool and I was like, there's got to be another word we can use instead of cool. Maybe I use frigid. And that was a top contender for a long time. Oh, man, that's frigid. <laughs> it, I yeah, decided against it. I went with chili. So that's kind of my thing now. If something is cool, it is chili. And there's a little bit more backstory to this. Now, another word that I liked to use a lot was nice. I would use this word in response to almost anything. If someone told me something and I was listening and I wanted to acknowledge what they were saying, I'd go, nice. It's like, oh, yeah, I ate ice cream the other day. Nice. Oh, cool. (laughs) Cool. There we go. again. I I finished this book yesterday. Nice. Did you see the storm that was coming through yesterday? Boy, it was a wild one. Nice. You get the idea. Nice. It was a very default word in my mind. If ever someone said something and I wanted to acknowledge it, that was just my go-to. And one day, it got me in big trouble. (laughs) And if the person who was involved in the situation was listening, I am so sorry that this happened. I apologize, and I I hope you forgive me. What this was going on, I I 
was at school, I was working on something, and I was talking with someone who I'd recently met, and I found out um, that they had diabetes, and they were kind of telling me about their routine and stuff. And in response to me listening to what they were saying after they were done explaining their routine with diabetes, I was like, nice. And they were just like, nah, not really, but I know what you mean. <laughs> I felt so bad. Fortunately, they were super cool about it. They knew and recognized that that was my default statement of acknowledgement. And they just kind of shrugged it off and kind of laughed about it. And it was, it wasn't a, a bad situation or anything, but I felt horrible for having said that after that. <laughs> it's, it's like, no, it's not what you want to say in response to someone talking about their diabetes. But anyway, so after that, that situation, I resolved to stop using the word nice so often and chili kind of came my became my replacement now chili in that situation still would not be an acceptable response but regard but nevertheless that's what's happened i am a bit more cautious now about when i use the word nice and if you've noticed moving on to another subject here if you've noticed in the end of the past couple of episodes at the my end card i guess this isn't youtube <laughs> but if this was that would be my end card that i Okay, there was a YouTuber that I watched a lot. Uh, his, his channel was Odd Ones Out. And at the end, he would always go, and wear your seatbelt. And that was kind of his different ending. Other people have different things. And I, I find it gets kind of corny whenever they have the same ending. Some of them have the very like stereotypical... Oh man, it almost makes me cringe to say this. Like, bye. Oh, I don't like that. Anyway, so I kind of resolved to have not do that. But at the end of a lot of my episodes, I would say, and talk to you next week. Or I hope to talk to you next week. And that kind of got boring. So I started saying, wow, we've reached the episode, the end of the episode. Sweet noodles. There's a story behind that as well, as you would imagine. So one day I was doing my thing and then i walked <laughs> into a common room and on the tv someone was watching something where it, it was an episode of drew barrymore's talk show and joey king was on it she's all she's been in a couple movies uh she was in ramona Beezus. she was in kissing booth uh she was in the radium girls been in a couple movies great actress i like a lot of her movies and she was on this episode of Drew Barrymore's talk show. And she was making this thing. I don't even know what it was called. But I walk in and she just says, sweet noodles. She was making some dish made out of spaghetti. There was like cinnamon in it and other sweet things. And so she, talking about this, was like, sweet noodles. But here I am just walking into the room randomly. And I hear this strange expression that I've never heard before in my life. Sweet noodles. Not a phrase that usually happens not two words that usually go together. And so it was like, okay, what? What's happening? I don't understand. And it stuck. So I took that out of context and it just, all right, I declare that it will become an explanation, an exclamation of enthusiasm. Some way to mark one's excitement. If you cannot believe the state of things, you just exclaim sweet noodles. And I was like, okay, that's going to be another one of my weird 
things that I say. Sweet noodles, chili. That's two of them. Another one. <laughs> Another one. I, I guess this isn't mine so much, but it's from Scooby-Doo. Cheapers. I think that's been entering. I've heard other people say it too. I've started using that uh, when something's like kind of unfortunate and, and, and in the extreme. Someone's like, man, the other day I almost got struck by lightning. And then you'd be like, cheapers. That's crazy. And yeah, there's one. Whenever when talking to someone, if someone tells you something that you agree with, it's common to say, sounds good. But I found myself wanting to say that in text. I would be typing something and then replying to someone. as And I would say, sounds good. But it didn't because we were typing. And I couldn't hear their typing or their speech. So I would stop saying sounds good in text and start saying reads good. <laughs> reads good. That's, yeah, because I, I don't know. It just felt weird saying sounds good to something I couldn't hear and that didn't have sound. That became my response. And that's the sort of thing I, <laughs> that's kind of a mix. I am very picky when it comes to grammar and language. And that would, that, that instance of sounds good is a, an example of me being picky about the semantics of things. But it's also me being a little weird in my usage of, of words. <laughs> it's kind of both sides of me there. Also, there's I have a lot of fun whenever people text, I'm that person. <laughs> I, yes, I am that person. Who goes, and if someone gives, like, type something incorrectly... They spell a word funny or do punctuation in an, in, in an amusing way. I will, <laughs> I will start to use that word spelled in that weird way back. <laughs> I, I take, take pleasure in that. The other people, hopefully they understand that I'm doing this in good humor. <laughs> um, it might not always go over that way, but I hope they understand it does. But there are some funny typos that if someone sends them to me, I will just send them right back, and I take pleasure in that. Now, also, it, do it doesn't go just the one way. If people send typos to me, that's not the only way. Sometimes I make horrible typos, and sometimes they are so spectacular that I just can't fix them. I have to send them as they are because it just, I, it's funny. I, it just makes me laugh. <laughs> Uh, and sometimes autocorrect is just fantastic. There was, so there's this city called Effingham. And if you type it in, autocorrect sometimes takes over and makes it a very amusing city. <laughs> uh, it's like someone is very mad at some ham. But that has happened before and it made me laugh. It's things like that. Those little things in life that have to provide some entertainment. I came across, or I didn't come across, I used the word discombobulated not too long ago. And I was like, this, I, I, that when things are thrown off or confused or you don't feel right, it, it's all just discombobulated. And I'm looking at this word and I was looking at it for a little too long. And I started to wonder if something is discombobulated the prefix dis usually 
changes the meaning of the root and suffix that come after. So if you take off the prefix, you are just left with combobulated. Would combobulated mean something is in order and makes sense? In other words, wow, I woke up today, everything is so organized, I have a very clear direction in what I'm doing and where I am going, my day is combobulated. And I looked it up. And it's not. It's not a word. And it makes me mad. It makes me sad. It makes me upset. If discombobulated is a word, I think combobulated should be a word. Someone can be combobulated just as well as they can be discombobulated. And it was like, no, 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 no. This has to be something. I must start the word. If it wasn't a thing before, it shall be now. So I here, as Asher Leamond on this podcast, am declaring the word combobulated a word. <laughs> it shall be added to the dictionary one day, and it shall be within the normal speech patterns of people. I mean, I guess discombobulated is not a super normal word or common word even now, but combobulated should be. <laughs> so now I... I, I, I Open it to you. It is This is your opportunity to join and add a new word to the English language. If we can begin to use the word combobulated in our everyday speech, I will be happy. <laughs> I think it needs to happen. There are some other words. So we need, we, need to, we need to get a couple things going here. We've got chili, which is like replacement for cool. We've got chili. We've got sweet noodles. We've got cheapers. We've got combobulated. We've got a list of things to get going here. Let's, let's get to work. Here's my music update. There are There's one new release that I've got on my list to come out this week. And it's an album from a band with a spectacular name. We were talking about weird words and phrases before this one is a weird phrase. It's called King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. I mean, how amazing is that? Their new album, Omnium Gatherum, is going to be coming out this week. Now for my music picks, the songs that I've been listening to, and there's been a lot. I've been really, I've been frequenting a couple of playlists on Spotify, primarily .org and Ultimate Indie. So you'll hear a lot of songs that are of Asian artists, and then a lot of indie music. <laughs> the .org is a playlist that showcases a lot of Asian artists. Then Ultimate Indie contains a lot of indie music. If That's crazy, right? Why would they call a playlist Ultimate Indie and then feature indie music on it? I don't know. It's bizarre. The first song that I've got in my playlist is Mosh Pit by Ren for short, English Alternative. That's been on repeat for a while now that's a really good song i've listened to a lot of run for short that one is actually i guess one of her older songs and i, I don't know i guess i just kind of rediscovered it recently and i was like yeah that works next i've got everything by buku english electronic all my friends are falling in love by oslo ibrahim english alternative and that one was hard for me not to sing the title because he goes like all my friends are falling in love. 
Okay. Bad Haircut by Stephanie Poetry, featuring Jake, English Ballad. Cheese by Sarah Kang and Andrew Kang, English Alternative. And that makes me wonder if the two artists are husband and wife. I'm not sure. I kind of... Maybe. Although if they're brother and sister, that would be really bizarre for me to have said. May by Ki. Uh, no. May Ki by Nyo. Vietnamese Indie. Hello 2.0 by James Reed. Featuring transparent arts JB and Uzzy. Korean smooth R&B. RIP. <laughs> R-I-P. Or RIP. Um, probably RIP. I don't know. By Benita, English R&B. Psycho Freak by Camila Cabello. English pop. Glitch by Kwon Yun B. Korean pop. Magnolia by Aiden, Korean ballad. The Little Name by Adora, Korean R&B. Easy Going by Casey Hill. English indie pop. He's Not You by Verite. English alternative. Grace by Brooke Alex. English alternative. And she was actually on that new show. The, like, American Song Contest or something. Um, in that song. I'd actually... <laughs> I haven't really watched that show, but I found out she was on it. I listened to a couple of her songs over a while now. Uh, they, she popped up in um, another playlist that I listen to a lot called Jasmine. I think Grace was from Jasmine. She's got another song called I'm Sorry Tokyo, which I thought ta- told... A really good story. I appreciated her storytelling in that one. It's pretty good. But yeah, she was also on that show. I thought it was kind of interesting. All for Nothing, I'm So in Love by Love. English Alternative. That was also really good. It's up there in my um, repeat list with Mosh Pit. That one's actually, it's made my monthly playlists. It's like the top picks that I keep going back to. That song's in there. Summer by Kid Millie featuring Jay Park, Korean rap. <laughs> that one's also a lot of fun. It just gets your gets you moving. Like you can't help but bob your head while it's on. Race by Bang Yongguk, Korean rap. Pop by Boy B, Geiko, and Jong Sang Soo, Korean rap. Dissonance by Mud the Student featuring Akmu, Korean rap. Uniform by Woo featuring PH1. Korean rap. 4AM by Will Joseph Cook. English alternative. 4AM. There's another song that I believe I've included in a playlist before and talked about it. But this other song is called Dream Sweet in C Major by Miracle Musical. And it's a part of like a, an album called Hawaii Part 2. I think it might be a part of some play or Miracle Musical. I'm not really sure what the story behind the song is, but it's really good. It's seven minutes long, and it's like this... If it's not in a play, it easily could be. It's got a very unique mix of tones and sounds, and it's almost like multiple songs melded into one. It's a really great song, and I'll actually add it to this playlist. But this 4AM by Will Joseph Cook gave me the same sort of energy as Dream Sweet in C Major. And since I liked the other song, naturally I liked 4AM by Will Joseph Cook. It was it, it was a lot of fun to listen to. And I <laughs> I kind of stumbled upon it. I heard someone else listening to it. I'm like, huh, what's that? And I pulled out my phone. I was like, what's this song playing? 
And then it told me, and I was like, okay, I'm going to go listen to it. And I did, and it was pretty good. So I listened to it. Yeah, there we go. Good Side by Rachel Gray, English Alternative. Round Hole by Rebecca Bruner, featuring The Songhouse, English Alternative. Daughter by El Devine, English Alternative. That's Where I Am by Maggie Rogers, English Alternative. Boys by Hippocampus, English Alternative. Velcro by Spilltab, featuring Gus Depperton. English Alternative, and that song's another one that made it to my monthly playlist. That's a top-notch song for the month of April. Dandelion by Il Peach. English Indie, The Dress by Dijon. English Indie. I wonder if they like mustard. Not sure. Show Up by Samia. English Indie Rock. New Romance by Beach House. English Indie. And that song, it's got that ethereal background that I guess Beach House is mastered. They've got another song called Space Song, which also kind of has that mesmerizing backbeat sound. It's unique. It's kind of Beach House's thing, I guess. Gaslight by Soft Cult English Indie. And finally, we have the song Free to Live in Color by Pixie English Indie. I know that was a long list of songs, but it's a pretty good mix, if I do say so. It's got... Quite a range. It's got from electronic to indie to R&B to rap to pop. It hits a lot of different genres, and that's it's it's pretty good, pretty good collection. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Spoon Drift. If you want to listen to the music that I talked about, you can check out my Spotify profile, the Spoon Drift Podcast, and find the Spoon Drift Season Three, Episode Twelve playlists. For more episodes of the Spoon Drift, you can visit Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spinnaker Radio's home on the web radio.unfspinnaker.com or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to keep up to date on everything to do with the Spoon Drift, you can follow me on Twitter at Spoon Drift Pod, that's at Spoon Drift Pod, or on Instagram at Spoon Drift Podcast. That's Spoon Drift Podcast. This episode marks the conclusion of the spring phase of season three. It's been a lot. It's been real. It's been cool. The summer phase will start back up on May 20th. So mark your calendars and be, for, be sure not to miss the next episode of Spoondrift. May 20th. May 20th. I shall speak to you again on May 20th. And that means that sweet noodles were done with this episode. picked up a box of Reese's, opened the top, and poured some into my hands.